Richardson Simeon competed in the 100-meter run in the Rio Olympics in 2016. He got last place with an 11.81 seconds. By comparison, the winner of that particular event just happened to be a guy called Usain Bolt. He ran a 9.81 seconds. Simeon was running for a country he wasn't even born in in an event he'd only competed in that year. Why would he even waste his time showing up just to be embarrassed? And it's not like he pulled up a hamstring injury or gave up either. He ran his very fastest, and he got smoked. Rich and Simeon was the worst. The Marshall Islands, as a country, collectively don't spend a lot of time thinking about track and field as a sport. In fact, there's not really even a logistically sound place on any of the habitable islands where a full 400-meter track would appropriately fit. So people who run there do so on grass tracks. What Marshallese people do spend a good deal thinking about, though, is global warming. You would, too, if your country was set so close to sea level. But more about that later. The sprawling chain of volcanic islands and coral atolls in the central Pacific Ocean between Hawaii and the Philippines have only been competing in the Olympics since 2008. And for the 2016 Games, Terry Sasser, Secretary General for the Marshall Islands Olympic Committee, knew they needed to begin entertaining unconventional ideas about procuring athletes if they ever expected to win their first medal. So they began scouring the internet in an attempt to recruit a runner. There's this certain Olympic Committee rule that they wanted to take full advantage of. See, most athletes at the Olympics qualify for the Olympics, but not all of them. For running and swimming, the federations that run those sports, the IAAF for track and field and FINA for swimming, set qualifying standards for each event. So if you run under that certain specified time in the men's 100, that standard happens to be 10.16 seconds, that's it. You're in the Olympics. But if the Olympics only went by that standard, the competitions wouldn't look like the attempt to cultivate human beings through sport and contribute to world peace that is the official goal of the Olympic Games. Because in the 2016 Olympics, 18 Jamaican guys qualified under that time, but only 16 runners clocked a time worthy of qualifying in the whole of the 42 countries that comprise the continent of Asia. And zero Pacific Island nations, like the Marshall Islands, had any runners that ran that fast. So instead, there are two key rules that prevent the 100 meters from just becoming essentially a field of only Jamaicans screaming toward the finish line. In track, you can only have three competitors per event. In swimming, the number's two. And if your nation doesn't have an athlete who qualifies in the Olympics, each nation is given two universality places, one for a male athlete, one for a female athlete, each in swimming and in track. So no matter what, Every country can enter two track and field athletes and two swimmers if they choose.
Richardson Simeon's parents are from the Marshall Islands. He grew up moving back and forth between there and the U.S., but Simeon wasn't discovered on one of those visits. That happened when he made a YouTube video highlighting his best plays as a high school linebacker for potential football recruiters to see. I just posted it on Facebook to share with my family and friends, Simeon says. Meanwhile, Sasser saw the video and said, man, that guy's got some breakaway speed. He looked at his skeleton roster of talent, considered some injuries and thought, let's do it. So he reached out to Richson Simeon. So basically, Simeon put the highlight reel on, hoping just maybe to garner the attention of a college football recruiter, and instead he was invited to the Olympics. He was going to need help. The Marshall Islands National Olympic Committee then reached out to Rob Dewar, head track coach at Sacramento City College. Dewar actually ignored the first few emails and calls from the Marshall Islands, not knowing quite what to think. But eventually, he realized this opportunity was for real and he agreed to coach the high school linebacker who would be competing against Usain Bolt in just five months' time. For Coach Dewar, it was exciting as well. It's not every coach who gets to train an Olympic athlete. When the young athlete and the community college track coach met, he didn't even know how to get in the starting blocks, Dewar said. But the two worked well together, and they focused on the basic fundamentals of sprinting, thigh angle, arm action, body position, stride length. Simeon was getting it down. But then, at their first meet together, everything seemed to just fall apart. He finished last with a 12.3. The look on his face was like, what did I get myself into, Dewar said. I told him, everything we worked on, you just threw out the door, and you're better than that. Simeon responded, not by sulking or throwing a tantrum, but instead by recommitting himself fully to training. And there was a marked improvement. In June, he traveled across the Pacific for the Micronesian Games, and he ran an 11.87, a full half second faster. The next time he would compete would be in the Olympic Games and it would be the fifth race of his life. I'm like, whoa, I'm about to run in the Olympics. And when I ran, it was just ready, set, go. And I just ran. And afterwards, I was like, wait, that was it? Just 10 seconds? Well, almost. Simeon finishes with a time of 11.81. It's tied for the slowest time for any competitor at the games. And it's exactly two seconds slower than Usain Bolt's gold medal winning run. In the real world, two seconds is nothing. It's barely enough time to say Marshall Islands Olympic Committee. However, in the world of Olympic sprinting, two seconds may as well be two light years. 
Now to an outsider, this seems like a horrible disaster. He'd embarrassed himself, his family, his own country, but also the Marshall Islands. This wasn't a movie. There would be no miraculous burst of super secret speed or something. He wasn't gonna hit a button and fly by everyone. There was also no romantic love story. He didn't meet his wife there or anything. He wasn't awarded with offers from Hollywood or corporate sponsorships from global athletic brands. Bolt, on the other hand, was showered with cheers. People threw gifts and cards. He was hugged tightly by a swarm of Jamaica fans. You know what else? He has a contract that pays him $10 million a year to wear the Puma logo. Richardson Simeon instead elected to wear a slightly different type of messaging. On the front of his shirt is a large 1.5 degrees Celsius. Everybody on the islands, they know what that is, Simeon says. People from the four corners of the world, they don't know. Just saying something about it, that raises a lot of awareness. See, no part of the Marshall Islands is more than a few meters above sea level. And as the ocean creeps higher, the whole country could very well just disappear. And so, using a global platform to spread a global message, Simeon wears the phrase, 1.5 degrees Celsius, the record we must not break, signifying the drastic effects his country will suffer if the global temperature raises by just 1.5 degrees Celsius. And although Richardson Simeon finished last place in the 2016 Olympics, he did accomplish quite a bit. One of those accomplishments was that 11.81. Why? Because it was his own personal best. He was the slowest athlete on the track that day, but he was also the athlete that did the very most with his opportunity. My name's Matt Johnston, and I love a good underdog story. I'm fascinated with people who gave it their best shot and didn't just come up short, but came in dead last. If you'd like to share a similar story with me, email us at you're the worst pod at gmail.com. Find us on all the big ones at YTW pod. Thanks for listening.